0: Hey, folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound Podcast. I'm very excited this episode because I am going to talk to you about science. Uh, I've lost about half of you. No, don't worry. It's going to be interesting and relevant. So folks may be aware that I am certified in Myers-Briggs. Now, is that science? So Myers-Briggs type indicator. It's based on some science. So that's the whole introvert, extrovert stuff. Introversion and extroversion has been studied. Also the big five personality traits in psychology. So there is science behind introversion versus extroversion as a preference. And then that's how Myers-Briggs looks at it. And then the big five look at it in terms of basically a spectrum. I tend to fall more in terms of Myers-Briggs in terms of you have a preference for introversion, a preference for extroversion, because the big five actually measures extroversion. So they're right away biased against introversion, and I feel like there are some negative aspects of that still held over in psychology, like it's bad to be an introvert, you wanna be an extrovert, and some of their framing of phrases is still kind of inaccurate. So this is all to preface this new study that came out and I'm going to read the abstract, but I'm gonna change some of the words because what they do is they kind of insert that word extroversion in there in a way that doesn't make sense to me. Because here's the thing. Socializing is a good thing. Introverts, we're going to do less of it. However, we have to acknowledge, and that's fine. However, we have to acknowledge when we do too little of it, it impacts our dating, social, and professional life. So an Introvert Unbound, it's not about fixing you. It's not about, certainly not about acting like an introvert or sorry, an extrovert, certainly not becoming an extrovert, which is impossible, but it is about acknowledging, okay, here are some things that are limited in my life. I've got to work on some of my communication skills and put myself out there, that kind of thing. There are some members of the introvert community who, and, and even some coaches, that it's almost like they're they're trying to hamstring you. They They want you to, you know, understand yourself, which is great, which is what we encourage at Introvert Unbound. Um, And another thing that's an overlap is we want you to enjoy your alone recharge time. Absolutely. I always encourage it. But what they also do is they want you to stay in your lane. They don't actually want you socializing too much at all because they want to keep you as they they want to keep you in a box, right? They don't want you to reap those other benefits. They want you to stay how they think that you should stay. And there are lots of reasons for that. There's competition. There's the fact that people feel bad when other people kind of break out of their patterns. And then there's also just kind of propaganda. And in terms of the coaching world, most people want to hear, hey, don't do anything. You already did it. Congrats, pat on the back. And that's half of it. Half of it is self-acceptance. But the other half is working on aspects of yourself, especially if you gotta ask yourself, is your social dating professional life what you hoped it would be? If not, well, you gotta do some other stuff, and all we're saying is socialize a little bit more. And we have some unique perspectives here at Introvert Unbound, because they're actually based on real experience. They're based on my life experience, scientific studies, the experience of, of many, many folks out there, and that is that If you socialize, you push yourself a little bit, we're not talking about burning yourself out, but a little bit, you'll be surprised that you can actually extend your introvert battery. Now, you're not gonna be able to do the same amount as extroverts and you shouldn't, because guess what? You shouldn't be going to parties all the time anyway. Socializing is great, but there's a lot of richness in our inner life and we have so many benefits to the world and ourselves and and enjoyment to be had in that way. But Introverts are like, oh, I I can only go out once a month. And it's like, "I, I don't believe that, right? That's because mostly it's uncomfortable because you haven't done enough. You haven't desensitized yourself to it. And it's usually uncomfortable because you're having a hard time communicating and it's unpleasant. So when you work on those things over time, all of it becomes easier But yes, what remains is you have a limited battery as an introvert, you have preference for recharge, alone time, small group, one-on-one kind of thing, and you should never feel bad about that, but you should also challenge yourself. Oh, I can only do two push-ups. Well, you'll do two push-ups for the rest of your life, no one would ever say that, right? Well, it's the same thing. At the same time, you're like, all right, for your body build, you're not going to be able to do maybe 700 push-ups, right? Maybe you'll only be able to do 15, but that's something to work towards. And that's why I'm going to read little aspects of this study. It's very, very short here, and it it proves what I've been saying for years. I mean, I already know it's it's true, but it's interesting when the science is finally catching up to it. Now. I, again, I'm I'm gonna change some of the, the language when they use a term that I think is inaccurate and deceptive, uh, so I'm just gonna use the word socializing. So, would introverts be better off if they acted more social, exploring emotional and cognitive consequences of counter-dispositional behavior? So that's acting as if you, little differently than might be your preference. Now, the problem is people say, Oh, when you're talking to people, you're being extroverted. Now, anyone who knows what introversion is knows that talking to people is not extroverted, right? Talking to people is talking to people. When you talk to your friend about video games and you're comfortable and you're fluid in your conversation, are you being extroverted? No, you're being your introvert self and you're talking to one person about a topic that's interested to you. So that's a misunderstanding here. So that's enough of that. So let me just get into this and If I stumble on the language, it's because I'm inserting the proper terminology so you don't get confused by thinking that you need to act extroverted. You do not. People enjoy socializing, and this seems to apply equally across the dispositional introversion, extroversion dimension. It follows that dispositional introverts, so that's just your disposition as introvert, so that's good, your preference for that, might improve their happiness by acting more social, Yet little research has examined potential costs of this strategy. In two studies, we assessed disposition, randomly assigned participants to act introverted or more social, and examined costs, less social or more social, uh, both emotional and cognitive. So results replicated and extended past findings suggested that acting social, Produces hedonic benefits regardless of disposition. Hedonic hedonism, pleasure, results replicated and extended past findings suggested that acting social produces pleasurable benefits regardless of disposition. Positive affect increased and negative affect did not, even for participants quote acting out of character, whatever just being more social than typical. In contrast, we found poor we found evidence that acting counter dispositionally could produce a poor cognitive performance for extroverts who were assigned to act introverted. So that kind of messes them up. And we all know that when you tell an extrovert to shut up, it's, they have a hard time. Um, We suggest that the positive affect produced by introverts' social behavior may buffer the potentially depleting effects of this behavior and we consider alternative explanations. We conclude that dispositional introverts may indeed benefit from acting social more often and caution that dispositional extroverts may want to adapt introverted behavior strategically. So they're unfortunately have not concluded that introvert that extroverts should talk less. That's too bad, I'd like to find a study like that. But that's neither here nor there. The point is that The science shows what is common sense yet is counterintuitive based on so much of what is being fed to you in the introvert world. Because again, I I know I keep harping on this, but the world is complicated, right? Things are not black and white. You need to both be okay with who you are as an introvert and your limitations in terms of being able to go out to 19 parties a week, right? while at the same time acknowledging that some of these limitations should not be placed upon you, that your limitations are not as great as you think they might be, and that through building that social muscle, not overdoing it, not burning yourself out, but you can build your social muscle you will get better at socializing, you will enjoy it more, you will come home not just depleted necessarily, sometimes you'll be tired, but you'll feel excellent. And that's the thing that is the takeaway that we at Introvert Unbound teach and few other introvert coaches teach. A lot of them, and and I think a lot of introvert uh, I think a lot of great coaches are women, but a lot of the introvert coaches that are talking around dating stuff are women and they haven't experienced this themselves. They haven't experienced the phenomenon of needing to put yourself out there as a guy. And they therefore are telling you, don't go out there talking to people, right? Um, just just stay in your lane, You know, meet one person, every two weeks, but you're not going to have developed the skills and you're gonna your engine's gonna be cold, right? So it's about the middle path. And if you're afraid that you're just gonna crash and burn, well, you're not. It's going to be a little bit of a struggle for a little bit, but over time, you're going to get stronger. So would you stop lifting a weight because you're sore after the workout? No, the point is that each concurrent workout you become stronger, but guess what? Some people, and a lot of people really, shouldn't be working out hard every single day. You need those rest periods, so that 100% applies. But I just caution you to avoid falling into the trap of the introvert crutch, the idea that you should never do anything social, that, you know what, my dating social professional life is meant to be not good, and all these other folks in the introvert world are basically, they just want me to, you know, to commiserate with me. Misery loves company. So they're they're not social. They're saying you shouldn't be social too. Don't overdo it. Be an introvert. We're great. I think we're the best, but don't let that limit you. Don't let people tell you that you can't break out of your chains and become the introvert unbound. So check out that study. I know you won't because it's boring, but it's still very relevant. And I am super glad to have shared this with you. Hey, folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast. And if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at west at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online consult, where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the Introvert Unbound.